Please be advised, nothing in this podcast should be taken as therapy, medical care, or mental health care advice. Topics discussed by the host and guests reflect their own personal experiences and are not intended to replace the services of medical or mental health professionals. And please know, if you are having any thoughts of self-harm or taking your own life, please call or text 988. Help is available 24-7. No matter what, in this journey of life, we all have something. Something we're going through, something we've been through, or maybe something we're proud of, something we're grateful for. I'm Rick Schwartz, life coach, public speaker, and all-around curious guy. And my life and my curiosity and the lives of the many people I have worked with have taught me time and time again, there are challenges to overcome and there are successes to celebrate. And honestly, neither one of them are permanent. You're listening to We All Have Something, a podcast about the human experience, about embracing what we have been through, where we are, and where we want to go. A podcast about celebrating our authentic self. And I am so glad you're here with me because we're going to laugh together, we're going to cry, and in the end, we will be the better for it. So let's get started. Welcome to season two of We All Have Something. And as you know, because you've been listening to the previous episodes, I'm pretty excited about this season. We are going to start introducing and bringing in guests to have conversations about all sorts of great things that we can reflect on and grow from. Uh, Those interviews will be mixed in, of course, with the other episodes of just me chatting away with you talking about certain things. But as you also know, the first 14 episodes are dropping every single day, 14 episodes back to back every single day about little bite-sized nuggets, things, thought exercises, or maybe even little things you can put into practice to better your human experience. And then after that, of course, every Tuesday, we'll be dropping episodes there on out. But yeah, let's do it. Let's jump into episode five here of We All Have Something. This is going to be about self-care. What is it? How can we fit it into our day? And why? Why is it important? Now, this episode is actually inspired by a conversation I had with one of my clients just the other day. Uh, actually, I guess it was last week by now. But nonetheless, the idea is I know having conversations with people looking at having a coach in their life, I know from having plenty of conversations with the many clients I have already served, that at first they'll admit they weren't sure how they're going to fit this whole personal growth and self-care into their life. It's already so busy. And that's that's kind of the conundrum people face, that Life is already so full and so out of balance. And I can't tell you how many times I hear from people, I just feel I'm trying to make it hour to hour, day by day. If I can just make it to bed and and no no one's dead and everyone's fed, then I can get out of bed the next day and do it all over again. And even for those of you who don't have a spouse or kids or other family members counting on you, I know, I know right now in the workforce, there are plenty of single people. I know because I've had them as clients that life just seems to come at you so fast and there's so much going on, how in the world can you fit in self-care or, or take time to work with a coach to have this balance in your life? Why would, I, why would I even do that? Here's the thing. More often than not, we have had our life go out of balance because we have forgotten to prioritize the things in our life that give us balance. And that one of them, big one, is self-care. And I know you've heard it before. It, it's it's the analogy that's been overplayed in the coaching world. 
and I know I've even said it on this podcast before, I believe in season one, the analogy of, hey, look, you got to put on your mask first before you help the kid next to you when it comes to the whole airline thing, you know, a bag drops from there, it's oxygen pumping through, put it on yours first and then help the person next to you. And the idea behind that is you're no good to helping somebody else if all you're doing is helping them and then you die. <laughs> I mean, you pass out from lack of oxygen, I guess a little bit less harsh. But the reality is we all know at our core that we do need to take care of ourselves so we can take care of the other things in our life, whether it's people or any other thing or I don't know, whatever might happen in your life. Without taking care of yourself, if you're constantly pouring into your work, well, guess what happens when you call out sick or you can't work anymore? They hire somebody else to replace you and do the work you did. And if you're constantly pouring into your friends because your friends need your time and attention and you get to the point where you are exhausted and you, you get angry or you feel unappreciated and you start to become depressed or any version of what can happen from overextending yourself in any relationship, then are you really able to give your best for that relationship or do you end up terminating the relationship or does it terminate itself because neither one of you are enjoying the situation anymore? And that can be in a family as well, not just friendships. That can be with a partner, whether you're married or not. Any version of that, that you start to pour yourself too much. And if you're a parent, I understand. I get it. I'm a parent as well. You can start focusing so much on your kids and pouring so much into their lives, wanting to give them everything that, that you would want as a child, that you lose yourself. And, and how does that then translate to them? Well, you weren't able to be there emotionally or physically for them because you're you're pouring so much into either making money so they have all the things they want or you're pouring so much into their identity. They don't even know who you are, much less you don't know who you are. But if you're that parent that decides to take some time to go do their own thing, then they're like, oh, my mom loved horses every week. She'd go out and do horseback riding. My dad uh, loved building model airplanes. And I learned so much from him about being patient with things because every so, you know, every Saturday he'd go into his study or spread out some paper on the table and build a model. Yeah, it's your own thing, but it helps give you identity as well. So when we go back to the original question, what is self-care? What is that? We hear it a lot. There's a whole giant book section in every bookstore. If you still go to bookstores, you look up self-care, you know, books in Amazon, the list is a mile long. Where do you even start? There's plenty of podcasts out there, this one included, that is about making sure we're taking care of ourselves, recognizing that, like the title of mine is, we all have something. You know, we all have something to celebrate. Sure, we all have something to, to really dive into. We all have something that's weighing us down. That's because we're humans. But if we don't also prioritize looking in the mirror and asking that person what they need and want, then life starts to slip away. Then all of a sudden you look up and you're like, I don't even know where the last two years went. I don't even know who I am. You know, I wake up, I go to work, I come home, I do the things, I go back to sleep, I wake up, I go to work. The prioritization of self-care doesn't mean everything goes out the window and you suddenly just do everything for yourself and live this lavish lifestyle because A, who's got that money? But, all, but B, the reality is you need to make sure you're consciously fitting in moments of self-care into your day, into your week. Now, absolutely, there will be weeks where you're back-to-back -back full on a schedule and you can't really do anything for yourself. But even if you're running to grab that coffee real quick, take a moment to acknowledge that coffee right there in that moment is for you. Thank yourself for getting that coffee. Take a sip of it and really taste it. And this can be tea, this can be coffee, this can be an ice cream cone. I don't care, any version of what it works for you. <laughs> the point being is start to take moments each day and they could be five minutes for yourself 
It can be a 15-minute walk on your lunch break. It can be taking a moment in your car on the drive home to listen to a relaxing bit of music or a relaxing podcast or something that is just for you, your favorite book, you know, an, an auto, audio book of some sort. There's a wide variety of things you can do, but the value in recognizing that you are consciously doing it, that this is for you, this moment is for you, and that you thank yourself for it is a big step in the right direction. And if you find yourself so, I mean, and I'll, I'm raising my hand right here. I'm, I'm guilty of this as well, where you are just racing from thing to do to thing to do that every minute of your day seems filled with these responsibilities. I encourage you, I beg of you, take a moment to reprioritize what you're doing. Yes, there's a lot of important things you're doing. There's a lot of things that if you don't do them, they're not going to get done. But is it possible that if you don't do that one thing right now and you do it tomorrow instead or 15 minutes later instead, that it was still the world will still be okay? Is it possible if you don't answer those work emails on the weekend and they're waiting for you Monday morning, it'll be okay? Is it possible that you can set aside 15, 30 minutes for yourself to do something that you've been wanting to do for the last couple of weeks but haven't gotten to because your stuff just doesn't seem to be as important as everyone else's stuff? Is it possible that you can set aside time in the morning or in the evening that is just going to be for you to read that book you want to read or write something down in the journal that you want to write down or anything else that doesn't feel like it's something you have to do, but it's something you want to do? So often when we say to ourselves, I don't have time for that, what we're really saying is, that's not a priority right now. You, my friend, are a priority. You have to make yourself a priority. All those other things that are in the way of you taking care of yourself are eventually going to kill you. They will destroy your life. It will upset everything going on that you want to be able to do. And here's the thing. Well, I need to show up for my kids. I need to show up for my spouse. I need to show up for my friends. You can't show up for them if you're having a mental breakdown. You can't show up for them if you start facing depression. And I'm not saying the simple like, oh, do self-care. You'll be all right. Everything will be perfect. No, if you've got depression or anxiety or other issues that are medical and clinical, then please make time to get that looked at and taken care of and work on that. But in general, the in general, overall sort of basic lifestyle choices you're making where you're not making self-care a priority, well, then you aren't making yourself a priority. So going back to what is self-care, self-care is making sure you acknowledge your life has value too. It is investing time and energy into you so you can show up a better person for those in your life who are counting on you. And if for some reason those individuals make you feel guilty or bad for self-care, then maybe it's time to reevaluate how much you're pouring into people who don't even appreciate you and or just take you for granted. I mean, these are things to think about when we're talking about self-care. And the last part of it, like I mentioned before, is how do we fit it in? Sometimes it's just a few minutes here and there. Sometimes it's just acknowledging that you have done something for yourself instead of just like, Oh, it's another chore to go get my coffee or get my tea or whatever it is you're doing. And I need it to make it through the day. And I got to stop by and get it real quick. Reevaluate that, restructure that. 
I'm doing this for myself to make my day a little better, to allow me to get through my day. And this is a treat for me. Thank yourself for it. It's so important. It's so important to be able to see where you're already doing some things for yourself and start giving that the acknowledgement that it deserves. Being rewarded for the work we do is very important to us humans. Now, for each person, that reward might be a little bit different, but you, my friend, you know what rewards you really respond to. You know you. Be honest with yourself. Find ways that are reinforcing for you that feel good to acknowledge the things you're doing for yourself. And if you don't have anything you can pinpoint yet, then my friend, you need to start doing a couple things for yourself here and there and start acknowledging it, start rewarding it, start being grateful for it. And the last little bit I'm going to end on here is when it comes to coaching, coaching and having someone help you through the process of self-care is really valuable. It is an investment in yourself. You you think about the money you spend on other people and other things in your life that may or may not be of value, might be one-off things. This is a true investment. Investing in yourself is self-care. There's so much value in really restructuring and realigning your life to live the way you want to live. It is life-changing on the good side. I promise you that. And like I've said before at the end of other episodes, if you're interested in learning more about what I do as a coach or just want to learn more in general about what coaching is about, I've got a whole section on my my website, some frequently asked questions, some testimonials. You can learn all about it there at coachrickschwartz.com. A link will be down below in the show description. You can also sign up for a free 30-minute consultation. It's a discovery call, as we call it, because really we're discovering what it is you're looking for in life, and you discover then what I do as a coach. We see and decide together if it's a good match. If we decide it's not really a good match or not what you're looking for, no big deal, no problem. Uh, If you do, and I do, decide that it's a good match and I feel I can help you and you could gain and you feel you can gain from what I can do, then by all means, we'll talk about how we can work together moving forward. And you can also find all my social media there on the website as well. Again, that website, coachrickschwartz.com. And in general, if you just want to go to social media, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, any of those, you can find me even on TikTok, Coach Rick Schwartz. So just at Coach Rick Schwartz and you'll be able to pull it up and check it out, see what's going on. Feel free to contact me there if you'd like. So with that said, have a good one, everybody. 